Hey everyone, welcome to This Lesbian Shit Is Intense. I'm Katie. I'm V. And we're back to talk about Juliantina. <laughs> I wish I could say it in Maka's voice how she does it, where she, she says it super fondly and a little bit higher pitch than she usually does and mm-hmm. does like a heart every time. You know what I'm talking about? Yep, yep, the heart. <laughs> I'm not as endearing as Maka is. Literally this morning, I woke up to Barbara's photo of herself in a mirror and like no joke, I ran downstairs to Kay and was like, why can't I be this hot? <laughs> and then ran away. <laughs> Maka and Barbara, which is so stupid and not important, but they like tell us good morning on Twitter every day, basically. I know all the likes on their good morning tweets. I'm just like, you can <laughs> literally like, say good morning, nothing. Flower, and everybody's like, 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 like. I know. <laughs> oh I mean, God. who doesn't want to start your day with Maka or Barbara telling you good morning? I mean, it's a good morning because they've said hello. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They're just so great and they're so fun and supportive. They did a whole interaction on Twitter just for us about Juliana's ass. So I fucking can't. <laughs> Couldn't with that. The peach emoji it lives in our, our major podcast fandom. Oh yeah. Okay, but hold on. Did you um watch Barbara's um Instagram where she was like she's like, Who came up with this? How why nobody asked me it was like the most adorable like what the fuck my ass is a trending topic you know this was her true awakening to having (laughs) a huge lesbian fan base because what i laughed about so hard last week was after they reunited it was like angst 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 and so we were constantly distracted by something we were like "Ooh, valentina and a baseball tee Ooh, juliana's ass Ooh, juliana's abs like let's let's focus on other important things besides the drama because we've been in the drama for so long right now we needed to find the little happy bits <laughs> so for our icebreaker this podcast I thought we could talk a little bit about why Juliantina feels different to us than maybe some of the other ships that we loved and what really captivated you maybe initially or even as the story continues. I think that the biggest thing for me is just that it is a Mexican show. I just didn't really expect to find anything in a Mexican show for lesbians. You have a Mexican heritage, right? Yeah, yeah. 100% Mexican. <laughs> That's what I thought. Uh, yeah. I, I think especially because I moved away from home as soon as I could. So I've been away from like my little Mexican town in Texas and I don't have a lot of opportunity to speak Spanish engage with other people in Spanish I don't have a Mexican community where I live now and so for me a big part of my choice in media that I consume is queer content I just really didn't anticipate that I would have the option of queer content in Spanish that would be easily accessible for me because I don't know how to like find shows from other countries a lot of times so I just rely on um, the goodness of other people and so because this show is available on Univision I was able to watch it on air Mm -hmm. like when it was when it was airing but I learned that um, Univision is like an episode or so behind or whatever but my point just being I did not expect that I would have a show 
in Spanish that takes place in Mexico that would have lesbians and that was quality content. And for me, it makes me feel as if though I'm a little bit more connected with my heritage and community. And it reminds me of how like, I don't know any Mexican slang. <laughs> because yeah. like, I'm learning delate. Oh my God, what's the Which other Which is one? what? Tell, uh, tell us white people. Because I don't have experience with these words, I'm just gathering them within context. It seems as if they're like, is that cool to you? Does it interest you? And then um, neta, which I am a little bit familiar with that, which is like, for real? Like, seriously? Oh um, my gosh. Thank you for telling me this. I cannot, that's used in tweets so much and it does not translate. God, there are just so many things where I'm like, I'm basically relearning my own language <laughs> through the show. So for me, that's like and the biggest thing. I think thing. this is, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think this is a pretty true experience for a lot of people in the LGBT community that have strong ties to other identities, right? Where you don't feel like you get to be both yeah. in media. It's like every time that something comes out, I don't even realize how much I'm missing something until I get something that Mm -hmm. approaches it. So, like, I wanted queer content, and I started consuming, like, queer content with two women. And so many times it's white women or an interracial relationship that has a white woman. Like, with Britanna, I was just so happy to have a Latina. And then when we got to Kadena, there was an interracial relationship, neither of which were Latina, but no white person. I'm like, I'm in an interracial relationship, and this is so meaningful for me. And now I've got two Latinas speaking Spanish it's just like yeah I never know what I'm missing until I get it and I'm like shit this was missing for my life I am so happy for you and especially for all the LGBT people that live in Mexico that are getting to watch this and experience this um it's super exciting and I think part of why they're so good and why I love them is that it's a telenovela because the nature of the genre allows them to do things that are viewed maybe as unimportant in American television. And it really allows the actors to expand on their performances. What I mean by that is in American television, there are like a 100,000 scenes in one 40-minute episode these days. Mm-hmm. Like the longest scene you ever get between two characters practically is like 40 seconds. And so there's not a lot of time for actors to breathe in their scenes and give pause and let you feel their emotions. Moments of silence and eye contact and all those things that really help build a character don't get to happen in American television very much anymore. Mm-hmm. And I think that's part of what's so great about this genre is there's so many episodes it actually allows this relationship to be so good and lets Maka and Barbara deliver such impactful performances because how often are the things we're screaming about for hours after a relationship a moment that didn't even have words? I agree with you. I think that American shows, I feel like they just want to overwhelm your senses. Like it's just so much, so fast, so intense and it's really and nice I get this. that in a way because I think a general audience like if you talk about water cooler TV it's like if you're talking about the crazy shit that happened they're not like oh this character moment was so <laughs> great but then you also look at a show like this is us mm-hmm. it's very heavily rooted in characters emotions yeah and it's very popular yeah so I feel like 
you know, there's some middle ground American television could work with here where they give you the drama and the intensity, but they also allow characters a moment to breathe. But the reason I love Valentina is because it's a different coming out story than I've seen before. And it's very refreshing how they do that, especially since it's such a landmark coming out story for Mexico. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is Valentina and Juliana falling in love with each other is very joyful. So usually when you see a coming out story, and I think back to the first ones that I watched, at least one character in the relationship was distraught over their feelings for another girl. And they had to struggle through that. And although I get that that is true for a lot of people and a very valid story to tell, I think it's so refreshing for a first-time relationship in a country for that media network for Valentina and Juliana to be excited and happy about falling in love with each other. Yeah. Their drama, their pain, their issues about falling in love with each other has nothing to do with their personal feelings. It all has to do with their surroundings. And I think that's a, a very true story to tell in our current climate, wherever you live. This is not something to be ashamed of. So I think it's a really interesting way to take a story. And I think that's part of why everybody's fallen in love with them. Because they're happy to fall in love together. So we're also happy to fall in love with them. Okay, let's jump back into our episodes. Where we left off was Juliantina's first fight where... Juliana is upset when Valentina tries to offer ways to pay for her to go to school. They've stormed off. They've gone their separate ways. So Juliana goes to see Lupe at the restaurant that she's working at. She meets the owner. Do you know her name? Perlita. And Lupe goes, aren't you supposed to be at lunch with Valentina? Juliana tells her that they got into a fight. And Lupe, the way she reacts, kind of maybe shows... Juliana does have a bit of a temper, I think. <laughs> oh, and it's she quick definitely to maybe... does. <laughs> yeah, it's quick, but this is the first time maybe you see this kind of acknowledgement in Lupe that she hasn't had to help Juliana with relationships period before. Like even in grade school when you have a first fight with your best friend and your mom tries to tell you how you have to listen to two sides <laughs> and everything. Juliana really hasn't experienced that before Valentina. It just feels very much like Lupe is taking the opportunity for the first time to teach Juliana about how to work through different interactions with a friend without getting angry right away and storming off. I appreciated that Lupe was kind of like the voice of reason here, where she is like, yeah... Cool. like you, you overreacted a little bit you know but that isn't the end of the world you can totally fix it and gives her the encouragement to go and try and make amends with Valentina I like explicitly that Lupe said I don't think how you felt were Valentina's intentions yeah she wasn't telling Juliana like yes you have to accept the money she was telling her Valentina wasn't trying to buy you. Mm-hmm. She was just trying to support you. I also have to laugh in the next scene when Juliana like goes and is trying to get in. Poor Hul probably took like 10 fucking buses to <laughs> get to Valentina's buses. house. Like, 
walked a mile to make a transfer. <laughs> like, are you serious? You can't just go and find out if she's allowed to be in the house. How the fuck is Juliana not on a damn list by now to get in the house? Juliana's like the only person who's ever freaking barred from the house. Val isn't answering the phone, so she can't get confirmation for the fucking security guards to be let through the gate. And Juliana is basically like, I've been here several times. <laughs> what is the problem? She literally said that. She's like, I've been here a ton of times. Like, the guy's like, well, I've never seen you. And she's like, well, then go ask the lady. She's seen oh me. God. You're getting in the way of their reunion, bitch. Um, and Val is swimming and getting drunk with Nayeli, which... I think is supposed to go back to like an old Valentina coping mechanism, right? Oh, I was thinking about that too because Valentina has a very low distress tolerance. <laughs> um, and well, you know what? I don't even know if that's accurate. Valentina has a lot of shit that happens in her life, and she's got a lot of shit already happening in her life that she's dealing with, and then you know her fight with. Juliana, and so I don't know, like, if she invited Nayeli or if Nayeli invited her, but it does feel as if though this is kind of like this is the Valentina before Juliana, right? And I think that shows a level of importance with Juliana and Valentina's life that that fight is causing this reaction in Valentina. Mm -hmm. Juliana calls, <laughs> but Val doesn't see the phone call, and I. But Val breaks. looks at her phone to call Lucho, but doesn't see that Juliana's been trying to call her. Will excuse that only because Valentina is super drunk at this point. That's yeah, it. that's what I'm gonna. I'm just gonna be like, you know what? She's drunk. She's not properly paying attention to her phone, and so she calls Lucho to come pick them up. They go into Valentina's room. Valentina and Nayeli are both in their underwear, and they're dancing to the love song from the dance <laughs> yes. and it is an explicitly different kind of connection between valentina and nayeli here which is very much more like a typical friendship between girls than the interactions with valentina and juliana that we've seen yeah the way that she dances with nayeli and interacts with her while she is still very physical with everybody is right. very different I didn't remember that it was the love song. I just, I love that parallel that the show did here. It was very subtle, but deliberate. Yeah, a again. A lot like the storyline. Important, because you see a parallel in the song and dancing activity, but you also see the, the great difference. So, like, it's you important. You know, I think a lot of television shows could look to this show to learn how to tell a story sometimes mm -hmm. <laughs> in a lot of ways because most of this storyline is teaching a lot of lessons to the audience in a way that is easy for them to understand and visualize even if they don't recognize it mm -hmm. without it being you know heavy-handed just because valentina is gay and into girls doesn't mean she's into every girl that she interacts with and is trying to hit on them mm -hmm. and they're showing the difference in the friendships of valentina and i just really love that in the middle of the dancing, Lucho comes in. Nayeli just runs away. And Lucho, like, fucking pounces on Valentina. And is like, time to have sex. Because yep. you're in your bra and underwear. Yeah, he kisses her. And he's like, you have no idea how much I've missed this. And proceeds and to kiss her. And she's, like, telling him no at first. Yeah, she's, like, trying to run away. <laughs> she she hasn't missed this. I don't like this at all. Yeah. They have sex. But we don't have to see it, thank God. And <laughs> little um, blessings. Valentina wakes up. She's sobered up and she's 
kind of disgusted that Lucho's still in her bed. She's like, can you fucking leave, basically? And she goes to look at her phone. She sees that Juliana called her. She calls her instantly. She, like, puts on her clothes, which is, I feel like, a barrier that she wants from what just happened with Lucho before she talks to Juliana. I think that's very purposeful. And then immediately she's like i'm so glad you called she apologizes for offending her and then she says te quiero mucho can can you say that better she says te quiero mucho which can you talk a little bit about the different versions of love in spanish and why (sighs) this is important damn it do you remember the post about the different ways of expressing affection we'll have to go find it we'll post a link to it on our twitter yeah i think that would be a really great idea because i think that's actually a really great post about the different ways to say i love you because te quiero is i love you but it's also i want you and it's also i like you and it's also i care about you (laughs) like depending Depending on the way in which it's said, the context in which it's said, te quiero can mean a variety of things. And beyond te quiero, there's te amo. Who would you typically say that to, te quiero? I think te quiero you would use for really anybody. So from what I understand, it's a more intimate thing than just I like you. Yeah, you would say like me gustas or gustar I think is a is a lower level of like that would be acceptable very interesting to me that that's one of the first things that valentina expresses after a fight with juliana i know i have a lot of feelings about this scene like like the tone that she uses where she is immediately grateful that juliana has called And then she's apologetic because she didn't want to offend her and it was on her mind that, you know, that they'd had this kind of argument or disagreement. And then, so it's not just, I'm so glad you reached out to me. I'm so sorry for what's happened. It's, I really care about you. Like, I like you a lot. I enjoy spending time with you. And she says, I don't want to lose you exactly and she ends with i don't want to lose you like this is a very romantic apology uh-huh every everything in here screams more than friendship like it is a very intimate <laughs> apology which lucho picks up on immediately this is where we go to the scene with juliana she is pretty emotional about the circumstances of her life and how life isn't fair where you can see, you know, it, it's not specifically that she's bitter that Valentina has everything, but it's like thrown in her face here a little bit that Valentina has the world at her feet and Juliana has had to struggle for everything that she has. And I wonder, because we see this scene directly after valentina expresses these feelings to her that the realities of their world really crashed down on what she like potentially could have lost in valentina there, there's just a lot of emotions i feel like that declaration brings out in juliana here. i i was very curious by um juliana's response where she is having these feelings of like why do some people get everything why do we have like nothing and i wasn't sure where it was coming from A part of me wondered if she overheard Lucho in the background. Yeah, that's true. Because we didn't see exactly Valentina hanging up the phone Mm -hmm. when Lucho wakes up and is annoyed with her. So maybe she did hear in the background that Valentina was with Lucho. Mm -hmm. And that also furthered 
the difference between her and Valentina and her brain. Yeah, I wondered if she overheard Lucho in the background, and so she's left with these feelings of... Because she was concerned that Valentina was drunk, and so I think she's having a right. lot of feelings about, like, caring about Valentina and, like, the sad circumstances of her life and, like, how Valentina wants to be there for her. And then I kind of wonder if she's having feelings about hearing Lucho in the background where she, like, cares significantly about Valentina and is having that feeling of like I want and I care about this person and I want this person in my life and subconsciously she wants her in the way that Lucho has her this is why I think on some level at least Juliana definitely has a recognition of romantic feelings for Valentina Mm -hmm. even if she doesn't know how to classify them I would agree I think that she is having these feelings that she doesn't know how to label or identify but she's feeling things and it's affecting her we jump to lucia yelling at valentina about how all she cares about is juliana and they actually have him say oh you care about juliana 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 (laughs) like i'm sure most of their conversations even as a couple have been about juliana at this point Mm mm-hmm and he's talking about how Valentina talked to her on the phone was very romantic. Yep, he's like, like, this is how you should be talking to me. And he says this several times throughout their fight. Like, we just had sex, and you're talking to her like that? Like, Valentina, from the second she woke up, was very disconnected from Lucho. And he's very upset. He's like, we just had sex, and you don't care about me at all. Mm-hmm. You're you're focused on Juliana, she doesn't have an emotional connection to Lucho. She doesn't care about sex with him. She never has. Mm-hmm. And I think it's actually something she can't really even fake anymore with Lucho now that she has at least these underlying feelings towards Juliana. I was just going to say that. Like, nothing has changed for Valentina in regards to like how she feels about Lucho exactly but it's more obvious for lucho now because like you said he's going on and on about like we just had sex is this not enough for you am i not enough for you why are you talking to juliana like this and so for valentina sex hasn't shifted but i guess like maybe her tolerance has shifted because there's actually someone that she is interested in that she enjoys talking to and sharing things with and as we see later on is physically attracted to um right i think there's something for her that's like kind of clicking and might have also led to the kind of romantic confession over the phone with juliana something that she thought she just had to accept as normal Mm -hmm doesn't even feel good enough now that she's developed these feelings yeah and I also think it's interesting that Valentina says like are you serious are you getting jealous and she just is like I can't believe this before she kicks him out and he and he says like I'm not getting jealous and much less like of her he's such a piece of shit about Juliana but anyways I wonder if I don't think she's fully aware of these feelings. Okay. I just thought it was interesting that she was just like, I mean, he is jealous. I mean, clearly. (laughs) I think it's one of those things, like, when you're in middle school and someone asks you if you're gay and you're like, no, why would you say that? (laughs) I think that's it for Valentina here. Like, she knows it, but I don't think it's in the, I don't think she's even at the same level of cognition as Tuliani here. So Mm -hmm. she's instantly into like this defensive mode where she's like, she's just my friend. You look like an idiot right now. 
and she has no sympathy for Lucho's feelings at all. She is constantly invalidating him and his <laughs> feelings through the scene, and I love it. She's like, get out. She's like, just leave. And, like, he's not even done, like, putting his shoes on or buttoning his shirt. She's, She's like, like, just like, get him out. out of the house. Like, get the fuck out of here. So this leads to a nice little conversation with Lucia. I know. It makes me so happy. I actually really enjoy Lucia's scenes with Valentina. This is, I think, the first significant scene that Lucia has with Valentina. The way she cares about Valentina and offers a level of motherly support to her, but she's not trying to be her mother. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I think that means a lot to Valentina. Oh, I think so, too. And I think that we see that later on as well. Valentina talks with her about how she's confused with love. And she says something like she's thinking it's maybe something different than what she originally thought. Oh, I need to go pay attention to the wording because I don't recall. There's just something about the way she's talking about it that I think Juliana is challenging her original conceptions of love. I think it's a deliberate a recognition that something's shifting for Valentina. Mm-hmm. I just don't think she knows what yet. Okay. And for me, what I wondered in this interaction was that when Lucia says something to her along the lines of when it's a true love, it's like the best and it's the most meaningful. And she mentions that sometimes in losing your love, you see it's true, like it's value, which I'm sure she's like, you know, referencing like the loss of Leon. But I'm wondering if this kind of fight and the almost loss of Juliana is giving Valentina more thoughts about her feelings for Hul. And I think this is one of the things that this show does great. A lot of scenes between two characters like this are doing things for each of their own character arcs while also forming a connection and a relationship between them. And then we go, I love this scene so much, V. I love sibling dynamics on television shows, and I love the siblings in this show and what we get. Even the bad stuff, I still think the dynamics are really interesting. But Guillaume Valentina's relationship is precious, and I love it. And I love that Valentina brings the birthday cake, which was a tradition of their father's. Yeah, at midnight. To do for Guille, and she brings him this birthday cake and wakes him up. Guille has this one single tear that rolls down his face, and my heart is just on the floor. I'm like, <laughs> oh my god, I don't know the last time I cared about a male character like I do about him. And then Valentina cries, and he's just like, oh, you remembered, and she's like, I couldn't forget, and they just, like, talk about how they're sad, and they both miss their father, and they give each other a hug of support while they're both crying, and it's just very beautiful. It is, yeah. I think that earlier in the scene with Lucia, Valentina says that she has, like, an important appointment <laughs> in the middle At midnight, of the night. yeah. Yeah, and I was like, what the hell is she talking about? And then this happens, and I'm just like, oh, my God, dear, sweet Valentina, like, she planned and prepared for this I mean obviously and I just think that we get to see how intentional and caring she is for the people that god it's like of course everyone in the show is in love with Valentina and thinks she's so special so then Juliana and Valentina meet up in the park they hug right away that's an intense hug too it looks like Valentina is like soaking Juliana in like it's like a reverence in the hug when they show her face Mm mm-hmm and then before Valentina can, like, try to apologize at all, Juliana 
brings Valentina a shirt that she made and she apologizes for her reaction and tells her right away that she knows Valentina's not like that. Yeah. And then Valentina is very gracious and says, you didn't have to do anything for me, but, you know, thank you. And then invites her to Guy's party. And then Juliana tries to take a step back and is like, these are rich people. I don't have anything to wear. Mm -hmm. This isn't my scene. I don't know Guy. And Valentina's (laughs) like, it's fine. I'll buy you a dress. First of all, Juliana's like, I don't even know your brother. And then Val says, well... He's going to be there at the party, so you'll get to meet him then. (laughs) (laughs) She's so clever. (laughs) And then, yeah, she offers to buy her a dress. And Juliana, of course, is like, hey, I didn't say all that so that you would do this for me. Valentina's like, I know, but I want to get you a dress. Like, And then how she does it, it's like she's learned Juliana's boundaries. So she's very respectful Mm -hmm. and negotiates with her. She's like, you just gave me a gift. This is me giving you a gift. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I love their communication. And I love how they are learning each other. Because of all Juliana's feelings wrapped around money and gifting. And they're coming from very different backgrounds Valentina responds in a very logical kind of way to appeal to Juliana which is this is a friendship you've already given me two gifts it makes sense that I should be permitted to give you a gift let me and the way that she says like she Por favor. yes <laughs> when she she has a giant smile on her face and she gets really close to her yes. and whispers for favor Oh my god, how could Juliana not be weak to that and just do whatever Valentina wants? Yeah, she's like, all right, like, buy me a dress. <laughs> Valentina has to be aware on her effect on Juliana with how she does that. Oh my god, the effect that she had on all of us. <laughs> right? <laughs> so then we go to a Juliana trying on dr- dresses montage. <laughs> um, this has to be my favorite fucking scene. <laughs> Oh my god, I love it. And I love that these are all dresses that Valentina explicitly picked out for her. I know. (laughs) It's like a couple ones that are like, no, like usual. And then you get the dress. And Valentina's face. She's like awestruck by Juliana in this dress. She takes an inhale and says like, wow. Yeah, she has no words. She's completely taken aback. And for me... I wonder if this is the first time she realizes her physical attraction to Juliana. This is when you're starting to see that for sure. Yeah, and I and I wondered if it was like, maybe not like so, so, so aware of it, but the first time that she is no longer just like, oh, this is my pretty friend and this is my designer friend. But she's like, oh, shit, Juliana You know, and I like that things, even though they're moving beyond a friendship slowly, they're showing a progression. Like, each time, it's more and more explicit their attraction to each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're building very naturally. I love the way um, Valentina reacts to Juliana in the dress. And then we get a cute little moment that just shows how much Valentina believes in Juliana and thinks oh. so highly of her. Juliana gasps at the price, and Valentina's like, it's fine. When you're a famous designer, you can pay me back with as many dresses as you want. Mm-hmm. And I think she says, like, I promise you, you're going to have a shop like this one day. And then they pinky promise on it. 
Yeah, it's so beautiful. Like, it's not just such a superficial, like, I have faith in, in your abilities or whatever, but it's this, It like, wasn't even a maybe one day you can repay me. It's like, no, you will, because you're that talented and great. Yes, it's, like, she has such faith in Juliana, where she's, and I think she, like, leans forward to her, like, she goes closer to her as she says, like, I promise you, you're going to have a shop like this one day. And I feel like it's, like, a double statement of, like, I have so much faith in your abilities, I know that this will happen. And this also kind of, like, if I have any say in it and ability to help you, like, it's going to happen. We jump again to Juliana arriving at (laughs) Valentina's house for the party. And then Valentina, (laughs) again, losing her breath at the sight of Juliana. Oh, my God. And a dress she's already seen. mm -hmm. (laughs) It's the heels and the hair that adds to it. So she Also, Juliana is wearing more makeup than usual. Oh, that's true. Valentina already told her that she looked really good at the at the store. Then she tells her she looks really beautiful again. <laughs> and it's like very affectionate the way she tells her. It's like when you show up for a date and you're telling someone how pretty they look. That's mm-hmm. what this was. Oh my god, I just oh, this entire fucking party kills me. I'm having a lot of like I feel like this needs to be like a freaking fanfic AU would not even all that AUE where um, they're like on a on a date, and she's introducing her to the family because I just feel like such date vibes. So she's like enthralled by her when she arrives, and then she helps um Juliana walk up the steps in her heels, and then when they get into um well later on I guess like they're on each other's arms. Like I just oh my god I have too many That's what I feelings. Was say, like Valentina walks into the party on Juliana's arm. Yes. Oh my god. I need I need a second season where like. Everyone gets over their shit, and she gets to properly introduce God, I to really the family. hope that in the <laughs> end, we get to see, like, them being out and proud together. Mm. Like, I, I don't even know what that looks like yet, and I I'm in love with it already. But meeting Gia, and, like, I guess it makes sense that she's, like, taking Juliana to go meet the birthday boy. But, like, again, it still just kind of gives me those feelings of, like, here's my girl introducing her right. to Right. It's like she wanted to do that in private, not at the party. Mm-hmm. Gia refers to Juliana as the famous Juliana, indicating that Valentina oh, yes, talks that, about that. her a lot. He's, Valentina's obsessed with her because um, of the dancing and the music. Uh-huh. And Juliana's like, oh, you told him? And it's just like, doesn't it feel like, you know, when you're, like, young and dating someone, or, like, you have a crush, and you invite them over, and your family embarrasses you by saying, like, how much you won't stop talking about them? Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what that was like. And then we go to the party when Valentina walks in on Juliana's arm, and Valentina is, doesn't care that Lucio is there. She ignores him when they walk in, and she's just trying to dance with Juliana and Nayeli all together, having a great time with no men. Men ruin everything. <laughs> and then uh, Lucio is complaining about how much he doesn't like Juliana, and Sergio's like, well, I... I think she's hot, which you don't <laughs> seem to care now that she's poor, do you, sir? Uh-huh. What a piece of shit. If I, I hate him. God. And then, so, Lucha's like, well, help me devise a plan so I can spend time with Valentina and you can get to know Juliana. So then, Lucho and Sergio separate them. And while they're both trying to dance with each girl, we just take turns seeing Juliana and Valentina <laughs> watching the other one without them noticing. Yep. And then we learned that Lucho made the party huge and Valentina didn't even invite him. <laughs> Nayeli had to invite him to the party. I know. 
And then Sergio says a dick Ugh. comment about how he can't believe she sells lottery tickets. And Juliana's like, excuse me? Mm-hmm. I feel like he tried to preface it, too, where he's like, don't take this the wrong way. And I was like, oh, fuck, what are you going to say? Because I already know when you got to preface it like that. And it's going to be shitty. Uh-huh. And he's like, looking at you, you wouldn't guess that you sell lottery tickets. And I was like, how? Oh, my God. Fuck Why you. Why do you give a fuck? We see... Val and Lucho arguing, and Juliana asks Sergio about their relationship mm. and how long they've been together. Yep. And Sergio's basically like, oh, you know, they've been an on and off again relationship for forever. Mm-hmm. And actually, prior to this scene, when Lucho and Valentina are dancing and they're kind of like being tense with each other, Valentina's making comments about like, how it's a miracle that Lucho is drinking water and he's like no I'm here you know I come in peace blah 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 blah. and I don't remember why but he ends up offering Valentina a love pill and I don't know I mean clearly she ends up taking it but I think it's interesting that she does when she was annoyed with him prior I'm wondering if since he's there she feels the need to be under the influence Hmm, maybe yeah because Usually when she's just around Juliana, she doesn't feel compelled Mm -hmm. to drink or take drugs. I wonder if it's also, you know, this is part of their dynamic. They're together, so she's going to go ahead and take a pill. Yeah, and I wonder if also, like we said, she's not fully aware of her feelings. I wonder if she's a little bit upset since she's eyeing Juliana with Sergio. Mm -hmm. If she has some jealousy Mm. underlying that she can't recognize yet that also makes her decide to want to take that pill. Ooh, I like like thinking about that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because we know, it's like very obvious that Juliana's jealous here. Mm -hmm. And if we touch back to what we said earlier about... Maybe her frustrations after that phone call with Valentina could have been some jealousy with Lucho. You know, that's like continuing on for Juliana. But maybe this is the first time Valentina's kind of felt that. Yeah. And then because of their argument or whatever, Valentina leaves. And Juliana just ditches Sergio like that. Like, I'm going to go check on Valentina. Bye. (laughs) Um, And then Valentina is obviously high and very (laughs) silly in the hallway she's playing with her hair valentina is way more even expressive and tactile than she usually is Mm -hmm. you know this isn't great but she pops a pill on juliana's mouth by surprising her um she gives juliana a pill without really her consent i mean she asked her do you trust me and open your mouth but like (laughs) she didn't know but you know she is under the influence so i do not think a sober valentina would do this that's for sure yes and that's what i was thinking is i think that valentina is obviously under the influence and also like this is very much her dynamic with her friends so it's not outside of the realm of like normality for her i think this is her going to safety when she's uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and so juliana Uh, does not actually take the pill though eva finds them and is freaking out about a scandal to the family (laughs) oh eva (laughs) i think this is the first time we see her too as um as people just watching the juliantina scenes um, which is a very interesting first interaction going by how the storyline evolves. Mm-hmm. And then we Juliana to the rescue. She de-escalates the situation because Valentina is very upset and being kind of hostile with Eva. And she's like, I'm sober. I'll take care of Valentina. It's fine. Because Eva is is getting into some deep shit here. She brings up how 
Valentina got drunk and almost drowned in the pool. Yeah. Valentina gets overwhelmed and she like starts covering her ears. Like she just does not want to deal with what Eva's having to say. I think quickly bringing Valentina to a very dark place that she hasn't been in a while. And because she's high, it's escalating that. Yeah. Juliana senses this, is protective of Valentina right away. And she's like, I'm sober. I'll take care of her. It'll be fine. And so that is enough for Eva. You get a nice little playful interaction where, like, Valentina sticks her tongue out at, <laughs> at Eva as she, and then, like, hugs Mateo and is, like, loving on him. <laughs> So they go back to the dance floor and they're dancing, just like being really silly, more of Valentina playing with her hair. And Lucho and Sergio come up and are saying that there is another like party to go to or whatever. And Juliana's like, why do you want to leave? Like, this party's good. And Lucho is another piece of shit. He's like, I don't care what you do, basically. And Valentina, I think, agrees and says, like, no, I want to stay. And then Lucho, I don't remember the first thing he says, but the second thing is he calls her Murosa. And then he, like, like walks off to leave with um, Sergio. And he, like, really ruins Juliana's night at this point. Murosa is, um, like filthy you nasty you dirty like it's just like oh oh fucking fuck lucho yeah it's like i i can't believe he said that to her and juliana looks uncomfortable because lucho's a piece of shit valentina's high and juliana's uncomfortable is the point and then the party is shut down and then they go to valentina's room and Um. okay (laughs) yeah there's a lot immediately when they walk into the room Valentina puts on the love song, the dancing song. Mm-hmm. And then Valentina is in her own little world dancing. <laughs> Juliana is just admiring her. I'll have to rewatch that because all I felt was like Juliana being uncomfortable. I think it switches. Okay. Like, I think initially she's like admiring her. And then as Valentina gets like more expressive. Mm-hmm. Juliana's like, where is all of your energy coming from? <laughs> and they talk about the pill, and Valentina's like, I took this pill. I gave you one, too. And Juliana's like, oh, yeah, it just made me tired. <laughs> she actually says it makes her dizzy. And then Valentina says, I'll make you dizzy. It doesn't come through good in translation. I oh, my God. Was... Valentina's a smooth bitch. Even I know. <laughs> And then this is when she does the slick dance move where she puts Juliana's arms around her. Mm-hmm. She like twirls her into, she twirls her and then puts her arm around her neck. Hold her close. <laughs> hold her close. This is a very romantic hold. And you see that in Juliana's face. She cannot make eye contact with Valentina. She... It's the opposite of the other dance scene where like she's like, oh, you have to make eye contact. Juliana will not make eye contact with her here. Yeah. Valentina can't really keep her balance and they they kind of fall onto the bed but it's all very super affectionate with how she's holding Juliana (laughs) when I watch this Valentina it seems as if though she's intentionally putting Juliana down to sit on the bed so that she can do this like energy activity um (laughs) but it's like she she loses her balance but I legit thought that she was just gonna like lay down like I thought she was just like laying her down on her bed and that's I was what like, I thought she was Shit. doing like she's about to get on top of her it's like damn Val that love pill sure did kick in she does she makes up this like energy touching game well I don't know that she makes it 
up because apparently when Gia comes in later, she mentions like this is the game like we play. But I definitely think that she takes the game <laughs> in a different direction than it normally. I don't goes. think it's how it's played. <laughs> I think she makes up her own version. <laughs> Well, she starts like Juliana's not being receptive when she's standing. So then Valentina sits next to her and gets like on her level. Yeah. And she's like, do this with me. And she's like very clingy, like overly like affectionate. Juliana, I think she's like hyper aware yes. of her feelings for Valentina here and knows Valentina's high. So she doesn't know how to interact with her. I agree 100%. I think that Juliana has already had maybe more of these like inklings about her feelings about Valentina and then like this interaction especially like with the dancing where she can't make eye contact with her. It's like a sexual dance kind of in the room. Yeah I feel like Juliana is becoming so much more aware of like what she's feeling for Valentina in here and she's uncomfortable because Valentina is high and so like this isn't you know like it's not sober behavior so how do you read this like she can't really do anything with it. Yes, I but she like gives into her still because she just has this affinity towards her. Ugh, how can how can she not? Yeah, so she. I closes... don't know how anyone doesn't do whatever Val wants. Yeah, so she closes her damn eyes and does the damn energy game. Okay, so what I thought was very interested in is Valentina starts with the hands and closes her eyes. Mm-hmm. But I think when Valentina's eyes are closed, the connection is just so obvious to her that she just has to pursue it because she's high, so all of her inability are down Mm -hmm. so this is when she's just like fully aware i think of her attraction to juliana Mm -hmm. and she starts like tickling up her arms and neck and face Mm -hmm. she starts leaning in towards her to give her a kiss it is like such a feels like very teasing i can see like this like energy game whatever and then like she Again, she wasn't like, prepared for the energy she was going to get in this yeah. energy game. <laughs> yeah, like the loss of inhibitions. And so she's like not touching Juliana completely. And it's that like she's just hovering over her skin. And I'm imagining that as she continues doing it, like you said, she's not prepared for what she's feeling. And then it just like, yeah, it goes to the face. It consumes her. Like yes. it, it, it all is like she's overcome with this attraction to her, I feel like, in this moment. Ugh, and then she just, she leans. <laughs> And you see the tension, like, even for Puliana, whose eyes are closed, Mm -hmm. like, she definitely senses this energy between them. Yeah. Valentina's hands, like, around her face, like, because she couldn't see Valentina necessarily leaning into her. Like, maybe she could feel, like, a shift in the bed, but, like, she knew what was coming. Guille opens the door, and Juliana stands up like this, and... And she's ready to go. Yup. (laughs) I feel like she even, like, is, like, rubbing her mouth, because, like... I think she was prepared for it. She's, she's like, like very closed off here, like crossing her arms. She's like touching, I feel like where Valentina touched her. It's like almost like her skin was tingling from that interaction. Oh, Juliana was just as overwhelmed as all of us. <laughs> yes, exactly. She was like extremely overwhelmed. Valentina is like, let's go swimming. Gay's like, I don't think this is a good idea. You can tell her family is very concerned about her when she gets into the state. Yeah. And then Juliana is basically like, I want to leave. Can you call a driver? I'm uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Valentina like turns into a puppy begging Juliana to stay. And mm-hmm. she's touching her face in front of Guille, which is very romantic. Um, I don't think you would do that with a friend. <laughs> 
Yeah, she's like, you promised me, stay, please. Um, and I think it's the physical touch to Juliana that she's like, okay, I'll stay. Mm-hmm. On top of the, like, pleading and the very, like, cute, pouty face that she gives her. Yeah. Then Guille hugs Valentina and says goodnight because Juliana has agreed to stay. And Valentina says, can you help me out of this top that you made for me? And Juliana like goes and like gently pushes her hair aside. And I was really ready for that hand to just continue caressing down her shoulder. Like I think that that especially is like highlights that Juliana is also very attracted to Valentina. Yeah, I think here, like, Juliana is fully aware that she's attracted to Valentina. Oh my god, and then, (laughs) then we jump to the morning. Let's just stage the scene here. Before they wake up, how they're positioned in bed is, and what they're wearing is both very interesting. Juliana is on her side of the bed, like, strictly on her side of the bed she's in a full set of pajamas that she obviously borrowed from valentina and has her arms like crossed over her body like she's physically restraining herself from invading valentina's space Mm -hmm. she's hyper aware of where they are and then we have valentina who's just slept in a t-shirt and underwear Uh uh-huh and is like in the middle of the bed leaning towards juliana facing her and what does the shirt say? It's very interesting that you don't fully see what the shirt says till a little bit later when she like oh, stretches. Yeah, that's true. But it says more than friends. Mm-hmm. And what's so interesting is that there's not a lot of graphics, period, like image graphic images or words or anything on the clothing. It's very neutral. So I have to believe anytime there's a- any sort of imagery in the scene, it's intentional. This shirt that says, <laughs> more than friends that Valentina's wearing, and it's trying to tell us this is the moment when everything changed for them. Yeah. There is no denying after this party and this night that they are both in deep for each other. And I mean, if the if watching the interactions wasn't enough and this shirt wasn't enough, the way that they both react once they're separated from each other oh my gosh i have so many comments okay (laughs) so first of all she's so affectionate and i think that's really great to see them play with valentina's character because she is expressive and emotional and tactile and of course right when she wakes up in the morning when all of your like inhibitions are down It's like in a different way than it is when she's drunk, but it's just very genuine and warm and just very much so Valentina. And I love how they play that here. Valentina just wakes up, asks, you know, if she's been up long, checking in on Juliana right away, back to typical Valentina. And she's super touchy with Juliana. That breaks the invisible barrier that Juliana held, and she, like, turns over to face her. Valentina literally holds Juliana's hand and pulls it into her chest as she's talking about how hungry she is and, like, don't leave, let's get breakfast. And I feel like this is, like, recurring. You see Juliana being reserved and holding back, and Valentina being so so genuine in herself and not even thinking to hold back a lot of times and juliana is very i guess it brings out this joy that she can't control right Mm -hmm. 
she's laughing, she's giggling, she's being affectionate with Valentina back, but she's like, no, I need to go home. Valentina says she'll call her a driver, and Juliana leaves the bed, and then we just see Val. She's, like, looking at the space where Juliana was the whole time and, like, touching the pillow and stuff. Oh, my God, Katie. I need to go rewatch this shit. Why do you notice all of this great shit? Oh, my God. It's just, like, you can, and you can see it in Valentina's eyes, like, how she's processing Juliana being there in her bed with her. Oh my god. Jesus fucking Christ, I can't explain what Maka does with her eyes. She, I know, she's she's very expressive. It's fantastic. But they, it was very intentional how they framed the shot because it could have just been over Valentina's face, mm-hmm. but they intentionally framed it with her on the edge of the shot with the part of the bed Juliana was on. That's what I mean when I talk about how many things work for the show. This was a direction choice and then juliana is dressed in in valentina's clothes (laughs) looking cute as shit interesting even though the show consistently shows us valentina daydreaming about juliana they show us juliana daydreaming about valentina first her first flashback is of valentina touching her on the bed and then This is one of the only daydreams where they give us a shot we haven't seen before. They show us of Juliana in the bed looking at Valentina before Valentina wakes up. Mm -hmm. Which further highlights the whole, like, her restraining herself by holding onto her body. Yeah, because she was, like, she's, like, fully aware of her feelings. And the daydream, this is something we've been, like, suggesting in the scenes. And these daydreams are suggesting that because she has a giant giddy smile on her face. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, yes. I love this. Yeah, because like, I think I was saying earlier, if it wasn't already clear their affection from like when they started the party to when they do the energy thing, like this is very, very clear with this flashback. Like the smile on Juliana's face as she has this first of several flashbacks in this scene. (laughs) Right. It's It's amazing. It's just so beautiful to see her so happy about Valentina. And I love that even though there was a lot of ups and downs, I guess, through Juliana's perspective of the night, she's ending on such a positive note with Valentina and positive feelings about the relationship and like in love with this girl. And I remember when she gets in the car and she like has to lower the window to like gaze out properly. Yes, yeah, so you see that classic <laughs> cheesy romance thing, which I'm not complaining about. Oh, she's so smitten. She's so in love. So then we have Guille and Valentina having breakfast and they tease Sylvina about you know shutting down that party and it's a great little dynamic between the three of them and then um Gie brings up which is you know an obvious thing about a romantic partner someone would do talks about how much he liked Juliana mm-hmm. and how she was great and Valentina's just like yeah she's great <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't remember how it comes up but then Gie says, like, oh, don't you remember? Our mom had a friend, Rafaela, who was a designer, 
And um, Selvina confirms this, and he's like, I think she even had a fashion school. And um, Selvina says, yes, she did. And so they get a grand idea about setting up a meeting between Rafaela and Juliana. And then... Always looking out for her, girl. Yeah, Valentina's always looking out for her. And it just shows how supportive Gia is. And I love the dynamic between these siblings. And then we jump to Juliana coming home. And then Lupe teases her because she obviously looks smitten and thinks she's crushing on a boy. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Juliana's like, what? (laughs) Well, I met one, but I had more fun with Valentina. (laughs) I know. She's like, I recognize that look on your face or something. And she's like, oh, no. You know, I spent most of it with Valentina. I had a good time. There are all these... She's reading the look on her face correctly, but it is indeed not about a boy. Yeah, yeah. And mom doesn't process that it's about, you know, the person she can't stop talking about. (laughs) Yeah, like, come on, let's make some connections here, Lupe. Oh, jeez. And then we jump to Valentina being hungover. And she's so dramatic when she's hungover. (laughs) She's like, Savina, help me. I'm poor. (laughs) I need another orange juice, please. I need the sugar. (laughs) And then um, Savina begrudgingly goes um, to get her one. And Valentina sits down by the pool. And as she's sitting down, she starts having her own daydreams about Juliana. Val starts to have her gay freak out of what did she do? (laughs) Yes. And then we're jumping to like these very romantic instances where it's like Juliana getting out of the car Mm -hmm. um, and her attraction to her. So what's interesting about this is like she's specifically remembering moments she was attracted to Juliana. Mm -hmm. Um, She remembers her about to kiss her. Which is a very interesting thing for Valentina, what she's initially daydreaming about, because she hasn't maybe considered their normal interactions, but all of these things that are explicitly romantic, she's like, oh my fucking god. (laughs) It really, really does feel, oh, and doesn't she say, like, to herself, like, I, Valentina. Ah, Valentina. Yeah. She's like, she's definitely having that freak out of, like, what the fuck did I do? Yeah, and then what I just loved is, this is just such a cool thing, editing-wise. They have a flashback to her waking up to Juliana's face. So, obviously, her waking up to Juliana in her bed was something that resonated with her emotionally. Mm -hmm. And then they have her close her eyes and lay down and touch her head. Yeah. And just that specific editing was just really cool. And I appreciated that. Mm -hmm. So our girls have fully recognized that they like each other at Mm -hmm. this point. Even if they don't know how to communicate it, I think each of them is fully aware within themselves that they like each other. Yeah, after this party, there is no question about it. They are both attracted to each other. And because we can't shut up about them, I think this is where we're going to end this one. Yeah, this is a good spot to stop. So thank you all for continuing to listen to us rant and rave about Julian Tina. 
yeah, I hope that you are as entertained as we are in going over all of these tidbits. And we'll be back to keep talking about them. Thanks for listening, everyone. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.